What's up, everyone? It's uh, Jared and Shane back at it. Wednesday night overlooking the harbor. WMT Studios. Um, my guest tonight is Drew Wargo. Um, he's a well-known artist around the area. You can see his stuff at the Destin Commons, that really cool flamingo painting, um, the mural, right, as you're walking toward the theater there. All that stuff. Uh, had a great conversation. Uh, kind of got off the rails pretty early in this one, but we just went with it because we were really enjoying talking to each other. So uh, I hope you all enjoy listening to it as much as I enjoyed having them out here. Just a couple things before we get into the podcast, though. Uh, I do mention it at the end of the podcast, but just so you all know, uh, we're really excited to bring Cousin Dan back to the area. December 15th, he'll be at Coasters. And December 16th, we're actually going to have uh, him play at Funky Blue Shack, and that will also be our Wimty Christmas party as well, where we're going to be doing a live podcast there. So uh, make it out there, both December 15th at Coasters, December 16th at Funky Blue Shack. Uh, they should both be free shows. Um, so if you haven't seen Cousin Dan or have never watched a video of his <laughs> or anything like that, I would highly recommend checking out Cousin Dan. Um, if, uh, you know, three years ago, we brought him here about every four months and it's always a good time. So definitely check that out. And, uh, also I really hope you guys enjoy listening to the conversation that, uh, that drew myself and Shane had. So please help me and welcome drew to the podcast. Boom, we're going. Wimpy Podcast, back at it again. Beautiful Wednesday night, overlooking the Destin Harbor. Have uh, my friend Drew Wargo with us tonight. Drew, what's up, dude? Hey, how are you doing? Good, good, man. How are you? Fantastic. Right on. Uh, Drew was saying before, this is uh, Drew's a podcast virgin, so to speak, here. So, glad, glad to... Uh, Pop your podcast, Cherry, man. Yeah, please do. <laughs> we're going to pop it hard for about an hour. Okay, I'm so, ready. I can handle it. <laughs> Just go right in on the first one. Please do. So, what's up with you, man? What's new? Not much, man. Just uh, doing my thing and, you know, living life. Yeah? Yeah. Right on. Uh, I, guess we'll, I guess we'll start out a little bit. Um, you and I actually, I think we met... At Bear Creek, two thousand and twelve. Yeah, I remember that very vividly. Yeah, it's my, Bear Creek's my favorite festival ever, man. That was my favorite festival out of all the festivals yeah. that I've been to so far. Yeah, just um, our campsite and everything being near uh, Zach, deputy, and everything. Yeah, yeah, we camped with him for like three years in a row. Well, it was crazy because um, I didn't know you at the time, mm -hmm. but you know we squanched right up on your site mm -hmm. and you happen to be from Destin yeah and everybody around us was from Destin so it was kind of cool yeah it's just one of those uh one of those weird things that just kind of worked out what is squanch so, I keep hearing squanch the fuck is squanch man it's where you just it's exactly what it sounds like I've been out of the festival game for a minute it's, uh, yeah I, I, well I'm intrigued now it's, it's, it's I, I actually picked up this term is that is squanch a festy word yeah, it is. Okay. I picked it up at Halloween. <laughs> and, uh, you know, it's just kind of where you could just go around bumming from people. And, okay. you know, you just kind of uh, squanch, man. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know how to <laughs> describe it. Heady. Yeah. It's so heady. <laughs> it's very heady. No, you just kind of, uh, you know, if, if you need something, you just, uh, you just ask for it. And... Uh, you know, oh man, I need and, some water, bro. I need some firewood. Hey, do you have any chips? Uh, you the know, universe just like provides. And Jaw ja, exactly. ja will provide. <laughs> That's right. Jaw ja will provide. <laughs> In times of need, Jaw will provide. Yeah. 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 So. But a lot of times, though, uh, I guess one of those things that goes around in order to squanch, you should have something that people can squanch off of as well. Exactly. Right. It's, so, it's so like a give take. Yeah, it's yeah. a give take kind of thing, you know? I for an eye. Like, you, you give me some toilet paper, I'll give you some deodorant, okay? Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. So, uh, that's what squanching is. It's just, 
What, what did you, uh, what you sipping on, man? I am sipping on some Tito's and Red Bull. Tito's and Red Bull. Yeah. I like it. That's a... It's clean. It's clear. It's yeah. got a little sugar in it. Mm-hmm. So, a little puts a little pep in my step. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, so anyway, man, welcome. Yeah. Welcome to, uh, welcome to the Wim Tea Studio, so to speak. It's very festive in here. I, I, I like it a lot. The lights Good. and everything. It's very comfortable. Good. That's we. That's what we tried to set up, man. Uh, the first episode we did, um, we didn't have any of this, man. We didn't have. Uh, we didn't I saw. Have I saw what your office used to look yeah. like. Yeah. <laughs> well, well. I also I had this uh, this desk along uh, the far side of, of the wall right here, and it was just this long. It was probably like five foot long, and the first guest we had in here was Shane Curl, and it was me on one side of the five foot desk, and he was five feet away from me on the other side. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure he was intoxicated when he came in. Um, I didn't have these like soothing type lights. I just had the fluorescent lights. So it's like ten thirty, maybe eleven o'clock at night, and it was just it was Bright it was a good hell. podcast, but it was just the room was uncomfortable. So <laughs> it's like a oh, jail cell. Yeah. So over the next uh, like in the next week, I built these panels that cover the window, like these uh, foam panels and shit. We got these lights in here. We got these arms and all that, and just made it. Made it feel a little more like a like a legit podcast, I guess. Yeah, the yeah. ambiance is nice. Yeah, good. I'm glad. You, you should probably have him come back now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll get him back on here for sure. See how much it's changed since since yeah. the first one. Well, I, I have an idea as well. Like you know, the first you know, assuming that we keep this going, which you know, I love doing it, so so I'm pretty sure we will. Um, but the, like the first fifty episodes, or whatever, kind of what we do is we. Um, we like to peek inside what what makes these people who are doing what they want to be doing. You know, whether with you it's art, uh, a lot of them are musicians. You know, whatever. We kind of try to peek into to, to hopefully inspire people who are out there maybe maybe working a job that they don't want to be working, maybe doing shit that they don't want to be doing. Right. Uh, and and really try to figure out a way to make that work for them. But anyway, uh, after like you know you can do that for so long, but then when we start rolling through so, some more of these guests and getting them back on here, I have an idea. What I want to do is like. Uh, where we pick a theme every time. Like, there you um, go. For example, if you came on here, I'd be like, today's theme is jealousy. You know? And we would just trade back stories uh, of jealousy. That I think that could be pretty interesting, too. But that really has nothing to do with uh, with what's going on right now. Just an idea that I had, you know? Yeah, yeah. So, Absolutely. <clears throat> so, anyway, Drew, you're, you're, uh, you're, your main deal is you are an artist. Right. I'm a, a mural artist. And I do a lot of local work as well. I mostly paint um, with acrylics on canvas or on wood. Um, this year was a really good year for me. Um, I did the um, Tropical Vibes mural at the Destin Commons, mm-hmm. um, which was the Flamingos. Yeah, which is awesome, by the way. They say that uh, I was talking with them a couple weeks ago. I, we did some work with with the people at Destin Commons. They said that one is by far the most popular mural that they have out there, man. And that so. that's what we tried to grab. You know, we wanted to really, you know, um, they had different mural artists come in from all over the world, and we really wanted to kind of have a local impact. Mm-hmm. You know, we wanted to, you know, show everybody, hey, this is what your local boys can do, mm-hmm. you know. And um, I teamed up with another artist in the area who helped me out, Keith Jetty. And um, we knocked it out in about a week. Yeah. And it was a lot of fun. It was great working with him. It was great working with the Destin Commons. Um, everybody was very helpful. Yeah. And um, it was uh, it was a, a very good experience. Yeah. And I've done other murals since then. Um, I started painting back in 2012. I've I've always been artistic. And um, I didn't really start painting until uh you know just a few years ago and uh where i started selling my work i started off um doing the a lot of the um the day of the dead stuff was really popular mm-hmm. you know a couple of years ago and it still is uh you know it's kind of like a west coast kind of thing and i really wanted to bring that kind of west coast vibe you know this way i wanted to bring a little more culture to this area of florida um, even Fort Walton Beach in general, you know, I really wanted to, I really want to do something with that. Um, Fort Walton Beach right now, uh, they really don't have any art galleries. 
and um, one of my goals is to open a gallery mm-hmm. for Walton Beach, and um, I just hope that the uh, the local area will support, you know, that sort of art community. And they have been lately. They've been doing the art walks, and um, they've been a lot more active than they have been in the past few years. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Well, man, I feel like. Um there this area I mean I had someone tell me the other day just speaking of uh, the band that I manage they they told me they were like said well the, the thing you do you have a, you have a really great band the thing is you uh, they're in Destin right you know you got to get them to Nashville or, or LA and, and all that and that's all good and and I understand that I definitely understand why why people would tell me that but the, the thing is we have such a such a pool talent here it's unbelievable yeah it It really really is is. um and i don't i don't think that's the norm if you look at our population Mm -hmm. versus uh you know the amount of people who are doing stuff like that you know versus other areas i i I think that you would see that there is a a a huge pool here yeah there's a flood of artists in this area in general i mean uh, not only musicians but um you know artists as well everything everything yeah regardless of of what your purpose or passion is there's a lot of that here man that's you know that's kind of the point of what we're doing um with this podcast you know is to to kind of shine a light uh, on a lot of that but but anyway man your mural one of the things that i really enjoyed about it was uh, at the bottom of it and can can people see this anywhere just so just for context so they understand what we're talking about um you know if they look on my Facebook page, they might be able to see something. I'll make a post tonight. Yeah. yeah. Um, a video. And I know what you're referring to. It's the 3D kind of effect. Yeah. And on the bottom, how the water flows onto the sidewalk mm-hmm. kind of thing. Like, it's dope, man. Yeah. It's really cool. That's rad. Well, they told us we, you know, we had free range on mm-hmm. that mural. I could, I could paint anything that I wanted on that mm-hmm. wall. Um. So I came up with a few designs for them, probably about five or six different sketches, and we went with the flamingos, which is I was really happy with that. And they were like, they just told us, just have at it. You can do mm-hmm. it. You can do anything you want. You can paint on the ground, whatever. And originally, Keith and I weren't going to paint on the ground. Um, and I took the day off, and he went out there and painted. And I came out there probably about uh, six in the afternoon, and. <laughs> The ground is just green. It's just it's all painted like like green. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, Oh my gosh, what are you doing? Yeah. You know? And um and then I kinda stepped back and looked at it and then I was like, All right, let's work with this. Mm-hmm. And we we gave it this three D effect. And so um people t- that are taking pictures in front of the uh the mural they can stand in this puddle of water this mm-hmm. 3d looking puddle of water was kind of what we were trying to do with that or people that were walking by would see on the ground um the water and then they would just kind of look up and like, oh there's a mural here mm-hmm. you know because sometimes people just you know they they, they have their blinders on and, and they're just walking forward and they don't even look at it you yeah know? And with the artwork kind of running on the ground, it kind of brings your eye in. You look at the puddle on the water, and then you just kind of look up, and then you see these uh, 11-foot flamingos standing right in front of you. Yeah. Well, and even the background on it, when you did kind of like the, uh, uh, what's that emblem called? Uh, I don't know the name of the design. But <clears throat> yeah, it's it's close to the, like the Saints logo. The, uh, yeah, right? the... F- the f- what do you call that, Shane? The, the, uh, the fucking... Florally? Florally, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's very similar to that. There's a name for that pattern, and I cannot think of it yeah. to save my life. But that it was a stencil that I actually created. Um, I went to Lowe's. I bought a, a four by four uh, piece of wood, and um, I carved it out with a Dremel, and we used that stencil to make every single one of those marks. So it looked like there was um, almost like this three D wallpaper looking. Like imprinted, fearfully uh, symbol all mm. over the wall, so it it has kind of this three D effect. Mm. You know, it has a little bit of depth to it, and um, that's something that I, I've been trying to incorporate, and in t- even into my more recent murals, um, 
there's a mural that I did downtown um, at Burrito del Sol. And um, I have a, it's actually a mural that's 3D as well. Um, I have a guitar player, you know, playing his guitar. And then at the top of the guitar, the neck of the guitar, the there's butterflies breaking off of it mm-hmm. into the ceiling. So, yeah, I saw that one a while ago. Um, I was I was downtown. Uh, one of my buddies came back I- into town. Uh, we ended up having a little private party at the uh, Cantino before before it opened. Uh, oh. with old with old Evans and and all those guys, and I got to see got to see the, the you mural. did see it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, it's like the it's it's the Sugar Skull playing the the guitar, right? Isn't it? Right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure, man. Or not not necessarily a Sugar Skull, but that style. You know, yeah, right. The yeah. Style. Um, and and that's kind of what I want to incorporate in my art is um, people being able to see something that they've never seen before, mm-hmm. you know, and that's what art is to me, just kind of capturing, you know, that moment where somebody looks at something and they're like, wow, I've never seen anything like that before. And how did you do that? You know? That kind of off. Well, yeah, that piece that I bought from you, um, that redfish piece. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I have that that original redfish piece. Uh, I saw that and I like I looked at it and I was like, man, there was some there was it was just different, man. I'd never seen anything like it before, so I was like, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna buy that. Yeah. So, that's 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 the purpose of buying art. You know, It, it impacts you in a certain way. You know, when you see it, like for instance, around my house. You know, I probably own probably over a hundred different pieces of art. Mm-hmm. Um, I love collecting art. I love supporting artists, and I love painting as well. Um, I don't have a studio outside of my home, so I use my garage, and um, I paint there. And it's kind of it's very it's actually very similar to your studio here yeah i ha- i literally have like christmas lights set up and uh it's very very relaxing calm ambiance i have art hanging up everywhere to give me inspiration i have books laying around sometimes i read sometimes i'll um study you know some of the master stuff and kind of look at techniques and brush strokes and all of that and then i'll get inspired yeah well i feel it i feel it's really important to have a place like that uh, even for me, that's why. I, that's why I, before I started doing this podcast, that's why I had this office. Um, just because, <clears throat> even it, you know, uh, you need to have a place where you can go to to be productive and and really do whatever, you know. Um, but a place that's just meant for that right. specific thing, man. You know, um, you know, a place that you can feel comfortable working mm-hmm. in and just, you know, get in your own groove. Yeah. And uh, really just knock out some stuff. Like, when I get in the zone, like, I'll, I'll stay out there for hours. You know, I don't care what time it is. You know, there's been times where I've, I've got up in the middle of the night, you know, and I, I, I'll i just go downstairs and I'll paint. Yeah. You know? Um, I'm, right now, I'm, not, I'm currently not working on any body of work or uh, any large pieces. I had a contract with a large company and that kind of fell through. So that kind of bummed me out for a Mm -hmm. little bit. Um, But the holidays are rolling around and um, I've had a lot of people contact me for things that they want done. And um, I've been, uh, I've been doing that lately. Yeah. Um, I have a website now. What's your website? It's uh, andrewwargoart.com. And um, I have a lot of pieces on there from when I started in 2012 up until about 2016. I haven't posted anything from this year yet. I don't have the Dustin Commons mural on there yet, which is something I'll probably um, do very soon. Um, but yeah, you can go on there and see what um, you know what kind of work I do. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, I started off with the the Day of the Dead stuff, and then I did a lot of um, I do a lot of sea life, you know. Uh, here in Destin, you have a lot of people who fish, and um, I like painting um, uh, some of the local 
uh, fish that are out there. You know, I've done dolphins and grouper, and you have the redfish, wahoo. Yeah, the lionfish one, too. The lionfish. Yeah. That was a awesome painting. So. Yeah, right on, man. Let's, uh... I'm down. Whiskey it up. Yeah, let's, let's do it, man. Let's do a little makers here, man. Little makers, Mark. I'm a huge fan of bourbon. I love bourbon. Uh, man, I was... Uh, <clears throat> I forget where it was. Either I read it or someone told it to me, but uh, in the last 10 years, as far as like liquor that's sold in stores, like bourbon has become by far... That's the number one seller in the, in the States. What's that? That's the number one seller in the States. Yeah, but it's like, it's <clears throat> just in the last 10 years, like the number has just gone crazy. What's your favorite bourbon? I mean, there's so oh, many, that's, but... It, but uh, see, that's really hard. That's really hard for me to answer because... Like, uh, if you had, uh, if you could drink any bourbon all the time, what bourbon would you drink? <laughs> see, I can't afford to drink any bourbon all the time. <laughs> what I can tell you, though... I bet you could. With what, with, with what I can afford to drink all the time would probably be, like, Basil Hayden. I love Basil Hayden. You know? And that's that... <clears throat> or, honestly, um, depending on if it's, like, July or January... Uh, <laughs> Buffalo Trace, man. Buffalo Trace is my all day. Why July or January? Because I make so much more money in July than oh. I do in January. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'll tell you where it's what's at. What's a is... bottle of Buffalo Trace? Tra- Dude, you can get a half gallon of Buffalo Trace. You can't find it anymore. Oh, That's the thing. Are you saying it's low? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can get a bottle. You can get a bottle of Buffalo Trace. You can get a fifth of Buffalo Trace for mid twenties. Yeah, that's what I thought. You can get a half gallon for thirty nine ninety nine at Winn Dixie, but they never have it. Because I see Buffalo Trace, they got so popular so fast that even just their standard bourbon has to age for what? How how many years? Five, I mean, five, minimum. At least five years. Minimum. Yeah. So, yeah, so their brand, whatever they did, their brand grew so fast that they couldn't keep up with it anymore. So, that, like, they only produce a certain number like of half gallons per year. So, you really can't find it anymore. Actually, that's wrong. It's two. I'm a big fan of the uh, Angel's Envy. Are you? Oh, my God. I know uh, Craft Bar was doing a lot with Angel's They were Envy. in the beginning, yeah. and I'm pretty sure that it got expensive for them. Yeah. That's like we pretty, have our own that's, barrel. It's pretty... Yeah. Well, a lot of people do. We could do that. Yeah. We could, we could go get a Wimty barrel up at uh, Timber Creek in Crestview. Why, why don't you get a namesake Ooh. barrel? Oh, yeah, you know, whatever it means Just for to the you, podcast, bro. whatever it means yeah, to you. Yeah. Be like, this is, this is the... Shane, this will you get the on po- that? Yeah. We can do it tomorrow. This is the podcast, <laughs> Yeah, bourbon. talk to them and see what we need to do. You, I think... Just uh, tell them that we'll just only drink their bourbon on the podcast. No, it's a thing. If they, they have... It's it's actually really cool. They have, like, a whole... Cheers, guys. Cheers. Yeah, cheers. They have a whole uh, portfolio, and basically... Well, Basically, they even have copycats. So say, like, okay, you like makers, you like knob, you like this, and it's just a blend of their mash and whatnot. Mm-hmm. So you can get these like copycats, or you can get like their stuff, or you can just create your own. You say, I want fifty one percent corn with this kind of barley, or with this, or you know all that. And it's yours. It's just money. You Jeez, just need, like, how much a barrel costs? Probably like five hundred. But you can pick your own blend. You know, yeah, what, yeah you, you can do your like. own stuff. Let's go talk to them. You we we gotta do that. We'll get our own labels made and shit. Yeah, I mean, it's just like how a craft bar does. So it's like, say, like, Angel's Envy. So this would be like Timber Creek, but then it would say, like, it's a, it like namesake yeah. barrel. Yeah. <laughs> whatever it means to you, barrel. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. My, uh, it was just my, my birthday was uh, a couple weeks ago. My brother got me a bottle of uh, uh, McCallum 15 year scotch. V McCallum. Nice. <clears throat> the McCallum, 15 years. And, uh... See, I'm not uh, a huge fan of scotch. It's too peaty for me. Like, it's too smoky. It depends. And, it depends. And, I don't know. Um, but, uh... But it's not often that I get to... That I get to drink, like, a, a really good single beer. I don't... I'm not gonna go spend 120 bucks on a bottle. But, uh... Yeah. I guess my brother deemed me worthy of it. <laughs> for my birthday. <laughs> he went all out. Shit, man. He got me and Kelby for our anniversary. Our anniversary is one day after my birthday. He got us a bottle of Dom... Of Dom as and, well. And which birthday was it? Uh, that's not important. <laughs> uh, but uh, Dom, some Dom Perignon. Oh yeah, he got me some Dom Perignon <laughs> for uh, 
for our for our first anniversary. Yeah, so he must have had a good old time at the liquor store. My brother's living it. <laughs> He's like, <laughs> got it. <laughs> um, <clears throat> but but yeah, I don't like. It's almost like when I have a bottle of that in my house, I almost don't want to drink it. Because I want to continue to possess that bottle, yeah. <laughs> you know? Like, I want to continue to have that, like, in my possession. So, maybe just, like, on special occasions, you know, just pour pour a drink out or something. But it's definitely not one of those things to where, you know, if uh, if my wife goes to sleep a little bit before I do, I'll sit there and, you know, <laughs> have three glasses of it before I <laughs> finally decide it's nighty-night time, you know? <clears throat> but I don't, I don't, man, I don't get really into... Um, for a while, especially with, like when the craft cocktail movement started really like like blowing up, like I'd I'd make myself like smoked old fashions at the house and shit, and you know make all these different uh, you know whatever mixers and 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 simple syrups and shit. Like I'd do like a, a cinnamon brown sugar simple syrup, and now I don't. Nah, man, I just get a cup out. I just get a little glass out. All you need is a little whiskey, a little, a little bit. bit of ice. Yeah. Well, I, I get asked yeah. that all the time. Oh, you must make this shit on the fuck. No, I don't make this shit. <laughs> no, I've, I have just whiskey on my on my fucking shelf, and I pour. Yeah, and I pour whiskey into a I cup, do. and I consume it. I don't yeah. have time for that other shit. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, yeah. Uh, I've I've actually um, some of the paintings that I have I've done I've I've painted a lot of bottles. Mm-hmm. I do a lot of abstract bottles. Um, in fact, one of my paintings that I have, I don't even know if it's on my site right now, but um, I did a, a an angel's envy bottle, kind of all abstract. And mm-hmm. if you go on the site, you'll be able to see some of the stuff that I've done, yeah. you know, like different whiskey bottles and hot sauce bottles and stuff like that. Yeah. So Angel's Envy is your go-to then? Um, for the most part, Shane? yeah. What's your go-to? Makers? Makers. Mictors. Mictors. No. Which one? Uh, American is like my go-to. Blue Label, American. Their bourbon's on point. Their rye's on point. Their tenure's on point. Mm-hmm. That's a dope-ass fucking distillery. Yeah. <laughs> I've never heard of that. Where is We've got a little bit right there. That's what the bottle looks like. Yeah, over there. Uh, right there. Okay. That stuff's legit, man. For what? I think the low end on that you can get on like twenty five thirty. That's a little uh, more, more than that. Yeah, you're gonna pay forty bucks a bottle. Yeah, but you can get them like there's some specials up, dude. Maybe I've like gotten thirty eight ninety nine. I've gotten a thirty thirty three dollar bottle at Win Dixie yeah. before. That plenty card, bro. <laughs> well, they're I get, I get they're running a gas. lot of Christmas specials right now. Yeah, well, dude, this, this new plenty card, I don't even. Uh, I just start using it because you still get all the discounts on your groceries. But then one day I was in there, and she said, "You have twenty four dollars worth of plenty points. Do you want to use it on your groceries?" And like I had like thirty five dollars worth of groceries. I was like, "Yeah, I do." And she's like, "Okay," and like hit something. She's like, "All right, nine dollars and twenty four cents." Sweet, <laughs> that's legit. Deal. Yeah, Walgreens is like that too. There's people who have figured out the Walgreens reward points where they get money back. Like, you start spending so much money, and you've got, like, a credit of, like, $35, and you can get that money back. I don't know. Right now, I'm a you sucker can... for Publix. I mean, yeah. they've got the boar's head meat. <laughs> they got pub subs. Pub they got subs. <laughs> Those pub subs. I'll tell you what, Squanches some pub subs. <laughs> you better come up with something good if you're squanching a pub sub. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like seven fucking dollars. <laughs> Just make it an easy one. You better bring me uh, f- some firewood for the night for uh, uh, pub sub. Dude, going back to what you're talking about, man. Some of these festy kids, um, and and we can get into this as far as their squanching goes. But wouldn't it be easier just to get a fucking job, and then you could just like. I don't know how they do it. You could just pay for whatever you needed at the time. I guess. Like everybody else but that's there. Not, yeah. That's not the lifestyle, dude. No, that's not the lifestyle at all. Yeah. They're way better at squanching than getting a job. Yeah, not always, though. I guess maybe. I don't know. What kind of job would they get? Like, that's like, a good question. What do you put? What do you put on the application? I'm a squancher. You yeah. Know? Is that a, they call themselves squanchers? I don't know, man. They probably don't call themselves that, but they are that. Yeah. Well, they've embraced. They're whoops, man. They embrace <laughs> that shit. That's they've, like real deal right there. They've they've embraced that shit. Yeah. Like when we were going to fest festivals and stuff, I mean back in like oh, you know, five, 
you know, you, you would, that was not a cool thing. You called fucking Wooks Wooks. You, they, there's a passed out fucking hippie and they look like a fucking Wookiee. Yeah. Just all uh, like passed out on the tree. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like snoring off of too much opium and shit. You're like fucking Wook, dude. And now they've, they've taken, that's theirs. That's, yeah. They, they've they pretty much embraced that. Yeah. It's a thing now. And all these kids do them like doing blow and shit like i Not remember even blow, the blow yeah. the molly the uh uh mean you the name it dmt yeah dmt yeah that shit's real deal and i yeah. saw people like just gone they were in uh, outer space oh, see okay there's nothing about ketamine that interests me there's nothing about blow that interests me um th- there is something about dmt that interests me though like I'll, I'll never I've, I've done enough in my life i don't ever have to do mushrooms again I never have to do acid. Mm-hmm. Um, I definitely have never shot mm-hmm. up anything or, you know, don't have to do any of that. None of that interests me. There's, however, I will say there's something about DMT that interests me. I Yeah, I had the opportunity yeah. to do that at the festival that I went to. And yeah. I just, at the last moment, I was like, no, I'm not ready for that. Like, because the way that it was des- described to me... Like, I, I like to have control over, you know, the things that I do. I also feel like maybe DMT isn't the best thing to do when you're surrounded by, like, 30 other wooks well, that are all watching say, you. I was totally interested in doing you know? that, but not in that venue. Yeah. You need yeah. to be, like... Like, in this room. In this room. Yeah. With a bunch of pillows, because, you know, you're going to yeah. fall the fuck out. Yeah. You're gone. You're yeah, out, you're you are. You're, you're, you're in gone. dreamland for a couple of minutes, and then you snap out of it. And I was like, weren't we talking about Salvia? It's yeah. It's kind of like that. Like, yeah. It's, it's on. Oh, I don't know about that. You. Salvia. Mm-mm. Oh, that we talked about that on uh, on the last one. That probably won't. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So, okay. For a while, for for several years, probably the first time I ever heard about it was probably like in '06 or '07, mm-hmm. and Salvia divinorum, I believe, is what it's called, and it, it's a plant. However, they'll take extract from the plant, so you get like fifty times. Uh, it was they'd sell it in a little round, uh, a little bit bigger than like a, a dollar, like a dollar coin. Um, this little round thing, and you would you put it in a bowl, and you'd put butane to it, and you would smoke it just like you would a bowl, and you hold it in for as long as you can, and then you just you go to whatever dimension that is. But the thing is, it was illegal. So the first time I heard about this, I went over to my boy's house, and he was telling me about it, and I was like, this can't be that serious, you know, whatever. And uh, we tried it. We just went to a local head shop. Mm-hmm. That's it. And we picked up, I think it was like a hundred times, like a hundred times yeah. purple sticky salvia is what it was called. You load it up. But the thing is, you go to a completely different dimension. Really? You can't even explain it. I've like, never done the salvia. Like, yeah. That shit scares me. I've seen videos and people doing salvia mm-hmm. and I'll just stick with the green. Yeah. Yeah. That, well, that's probably the best idea for sure. I've done it once. You've done, you've done, done salvia? salvia. Yeah. Uh, it's scary. It is scary. It's, it's more scary. It like, sounds scary. It looks Because it. you're like, you're like, fuck, where am I about to go? What is about to happen? And it, it takes a second. You it feel, takes a second to like. You feel like your body leaving or your spirit leaving your body. So it's bizarre. Well, it's that feeling, you know, like, like when acid and stuff, you know, you can feel yourself. You're like, oh shit, it's coming on. But it's like that. But in like a very small amount of time, you're just like, <laughs> <laughs> like it's, you're gone, and then it, but it only lasts for like a couple minutes, right? Like if that, you're just like, whoa, shit, like you're back. Yeah, like, you were gone for a while, <laughs> but dude. Uh, one of the first times I did it, we went out and sat on my buddy's front porch, and as we were sitting there, a school bus came and dropped off a bunch of kids, and everything gets real symmetrical, or uh, not symmetrical, uh, angular is maybe a better word. And I swear to God, it was you know the you know the old school game Frogger. Sure. Where like uh, cars are going this way and bridges are, that that's what it was like. Like the bus was going this way, but the angle of the street was going this way, and the houses were that way. Uh, yeah, it was. It like, does, yeah, things get like two D and like pixelated. Yeah. And then before you know it, it's like seven minutes later, and you're sweating your balls off. Yeah, it makes you hot. Like yeah. it's it's so dumb. Yeah. It's not cool. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's, not. it's not fucking cool at all. But you know, yeah, it when sounds you're like, horrible. It's fucking horrible. <laughs> oh my God. But when you're 18 and you're like, well, this is legal. Yeah. Like, cool. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, it's not fucking cool yeah. at all. Well, were people like dying that. from this shit or going I don't, crazy? No, or I don't think I don't know Salvia. I don't think you go crazy either. People were freaking out. I mean, like, yeah. it's, it's, people were oh, no, doing that dumb was the bath salts or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't fucking know. Yeah, these synthetics, synthetic drugs are bullshit. You know. Well, salvia is just a plant. This is just a plant extract. Yeah. 
you know, but still, no. (laughs) But if that's anything, I don't, I don't think that's like DMT. It's supposed to be something like that. Then I, then I'm not intrigued any, no longer. I'm no longer intrigued. And and uh, I'm sure DMT is a lot stronger than salvia. Oh, absolutely, hundred percent. Well, the thing is, your brain produces DMT. Uh, they say um, everything produces DMT. They right? say when you're when you're dying that your brain releases all of it. So like when you like, basically like, from what I hear, from what I understand, and I, I hate speaking on stuff that I don't really know a lot about. But, but the few things that I have heard is like when you die, your body releases all of it. So you basically, as you die, you blast off and probably have one of the best or worst experiences of your life. And then boom. Well, I think that, that's what's the most intriguing part is that... Uh, is that what it's called? Blasting off? Well, yeah, I think so. I well, think that's what the kids say. Is that say. what the kids call it? Or you yeah. like, hit the gates or something? Because everyone supposedly has the same... It's not the exact same, but it's basically the same experience. You see certain <clears throat> patterns, certain symbols and images. You see gates or like a tunnel or like a white light. Like that's like where you're going. And then you like go wherever you're going. Mm-hmm. Uh which makes sense with the death thing and people who come back off of that. Like, oh, I saw the fucking light. Like, I was going down the tunnel. Like, apparently DMT does that. Um, and it's in everything. In any plant form, organic life, it's it's there somewhere. It's in that DNA of that. Mm-hmm. But like you're saying, from what I understand, the I say the best, but the, 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 the most efficient way to do it is to shoot it up. To do it. Uh, never shoot up anything. Mm-hmm. Hell no. That's supposed yeah. to be, like, the best... The best way isn't that isn't that the best way to do anything? Like if you shoot up marijuana, I'm sure people would do that shit. No, because no, that's called dabs. You, you can just smoke. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what, those dabs, man. Those... <laughs> never done a dab. You've never done a dab. Fuck no. Bullshit. No, fuck no. I've never, never done even a hit dab. one of those like pins or anything. You've never hit wax. No, ever. I've hit a wax, but that's different than doing a dab. It's not the same shit. No, no, because that's like smoking a. A hundred joints in one. Yeah. It's ridiculous. It's, it's like, wax, I've wax. heard enough horror stories, and one of my very, very, very close friends does that shit. We actually have a joke. Uh, we call him uh, on Sundays. His wife made a rule that he can only do dabs on Sundays. So, yeah, so we had a, so we have a, an ongoing joke that we call him. We're like, oh, it's Sunday. We'll call him James. Oh, it's Sunday, James. You know, so whenever I would talk to him on Sunday, I'd be like, oh, fuck, it's Sunday. I'll, t- I'll talk to you on Monday, dude. <laughs> like, but the, but seriously, you'd just be like, man, it's, this dude is just retarded. Yeah. Just sitting there looking at the TV. Like, you, like a commercial would come on for, say, Mop and Glow or something. He'd be like, huh, Mop and Glow. Uh, I'm going home. Well, he hits that shit like it's a normal fucking bowl of whatever, yeah. man. It's, it's insane. Uh, I have smoked dabs with James. <laughs> 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 Fucking James. <laughs> James. <laughs> no, oh, I'll, I'll tell you, dabble do you. Um, that's a real deal right there. Dude. <laughs> yeah, well, we won't You're get right. in. Yeah. <coughs> no, I, I've, I've had my fair share, you know, back in the day when I was younger. I, I've... I've done a, a few different things. I never put in needles in my arm. That's no. insane. Yeah. Um, but I've dabbled in a few things. You know, I've gone to festivals and I've tripped and I've smoked and drank and whatnot. But yeah. Yeah, man, me too. I don't, but not anymore. It's been years and years and years, man. Yeah, I'm getting too old for that, that shit. shit scares now. me now. What was your favorite? My favorite drug? Yeah. What was your favorite oh, man, experience? That, I guess on that, that depends well. on. I mean, oh, that's so that's hard to pin down. Mine was opium. See, opium was so legit. I, that'd be really tough for me because I would have to say, in '06 when I went to Bonnaroo, when we first got there, like, I, dude, I swear to God, everyone was coming up to us like, "Yo, you want blow? You want blow? You want, no, we don't want any fucking blow. Do you have any weed? Like, no one had any weed at Bonnaroo. <laughs> like, what the fuck are we? Like, everyone has cocaine. I don't want to do cocaine. I, I want marijuana. Um, but anyway, the the person that we were with, they bought uh, a brick of hash, they bought a ball of opium, and then we all had our own little nuggets. So like, like, I didn't even know, like I didn't realize opium was basically like pure heroin. 
Almost uh, without putting it in your arm, like a, a less dangerous form of it, I guess. Yeah, well, um, yeah it's, it's just straight. Oh, it's an opiate. It's straight opiate. Yeah. Um, but at, like, dude, for three days straight, it, like every bowl we smoked, we would pack, <laughs> and then we would sprinkle bowl. hash on it, yes. and then we would roll a little ball of opium <laughs> and put it on top of there. That's like and, and, six, <laughs> I didn't even go with them. Everybody at Bonnaroo Six is doing the exact same shit. Dude, everywhere we walked, like opium has such oh, a strong stench. Opium. Yeah, dude. It just. And who knows if it was even real opium? It could have just been like incense crumpled up and well, shit that you were smoking. But, but yeah, it's like there was seriously, there were seriously several times where you're just sitting there watching these bands and you're just like, Ugh. but I wouldn't go as far to say that opium was my favorite jug experience ever. Um, man, I'd have, I'd have to say probably the first time I smoked marijuana. Really? Oh, the second time. The second time. I remember Not the, the first, first time, time I smoked marijuana. Yeah. Like I, yeah. Uh, we, we got caught too. How'd you get? Well, how old were you? I was probably about 17, man. We were at my buddy's house, and we were smoking uh, in his backyard, and his dad came home early. He pulled up in the garage. We were in the backyard blazing. Sure enough, we see his car pull up in the garage, and I was 16 at the time. Yeah. And um, Instinctively, and I have no idea why I did this. I hopped over the fence. That's what I would have done. <laughs> that's exactly that's what I was gonna say. I was my, just about to ask you why did my, you hop over the fence? My fucking car <laughs> is parked out front of his house, <laughs> and I hopped over his fence because his dad came home, and uh, we, we made up some bullshit story that I had to go to the next street over to get a, a CD or some bullshit, whatever. And he smelt it. He interrogated. Uh, my buddy, we'll say James, <laughs> <laughs> and he interrogated him, and uh, I went home. You know, uh, a couple hours later, whatever, I went home, and sure enough, man, uh, his parents called my parents. Did you get high? Oh, it's high as balls. Oh, that's the worst then. Oh my god, <laughs> yeah, I was sweating bullets. My buddy's like lying through his teeth, and I'm just like. Uh, I don't know what to do. <laughs> you know, yeah. you, know, you should have jumped the fence, bro. I did jump the fence, oh. then, but when I had to go home, well, homeboy had to come over to my house and explain to my mom what we were doing. What his dad made him drive over to your house? Oh yeah. So his dad like knew your car and shit. Then. Fuck yeah. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. We were busted. Hundred percent. Uh, they were pissed off for a while. They grounded me, and then. Uh, about two years later, they split up, and I started smoking weed with my dad. And, there you go. You know, it was cool, whatever. Was your dad like, hey, remember a couple of years ago? That was bullshit, wasn't it? Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> it, you your know, mom it, made me do that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I've always had a pretty decent relationship with my father, but it was weird because my parents split up when I was younger, and when I was about, I was in my mid-teens, I moved out with my dad, and... One day, he, I went upstairs, and he asked my buddy downstairs, he was like, hey, uh, can you give me any weed, you know? And my friend comes upstairs and is like, hey, uh, your dad just asked me for weed. What should I do? <laughs> and like, he was like pulling an American Beauty. He's like, is he trying to bust me? <laughs> yeah, yeah. He started lifting weights and smoking like, weed again and shit. I was like, dude, get him some fucking weed. <laughs> <laughs> And sure enough, like, uh, like I knew exactly what he was doing. And then, um, you know, ever since then, I, I started smoking weed with my dad. Yeah. You know, and, and um, you know, it's uh, kind of in a weird in a weird way, even though I was really young at the time, it was a very bonding experience. Mm -hmm. You know, it was, uh, you know, something that we had in common because I had been smoking. He had been smoking. And there's no reason for us to hide it from each other anymore. You know, he had his stash. I had my fucking stash. Yeah. It's like, hey, well, let's squinch off each other. Let's squanch. Yeah, let's squanch. I got half a blunt. You got half a blunt. Let's squanch a blunt. You know? yeah. <laughs> want, to, want to match a blunt? Sure. Oh, shit. Yeah. Oh, oh man. I haven't heard that shit in a minute. I know. Wait, you want to match on a blunt? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's totally O2. Uh, <laughs> no shit. Don't even say that. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, that was so 15 years ago. 15 years ago. Oh, my God. <laughs> now, man, the, okay, the first time I smoked weed, um, uh, me and my friend, uh, a different friend, and we'll call him James number two, um, <laughs> his dad had a shutout back, and we got we got done with school, and I 
I had no experience. I had a brother that was four years older than me, but like we, my, my brother, if he did smoke, like he didn't talk to me about it. Like no one talked to me about it. You know, like the only thing I really knew about drugs was like dare, you know, like the dare program and shit. So like my friends started talking about weed. Well, it was kind of taboo back in the day. Mm-hmm. And he started talking about, and so we went out, we went over to his house and we went back into his dad's shed and he opened up this box, but like it was just, it was just scrapings of whatever his dad did have like that obviously wasn't i think the box that he opened like what that was we opium thought, what, what what we <laughs> thought what we thought was his dad's stash was actually probably just the little area he used to roll his joints with yeah you know so just like the crumbs yeah. and all it's that stuff afterwards like, oh, the stash, yeah the stash was elsewhere <laughs> yeah but anyway we we got all that up like took like three roaches and rolled that up and shit and yeah and i remember like I'm just sitting there smoking it with them, and then like 15 minutes later, being like, I get why they call it getting high, because like, <laughs> yeah, because yeah, we're sitting in his living room, and I felt like I was sitting above the fucking living room, looking down on, yeah, looking down or whatever, and then we ate we ate bologna sandwiches and big bowls of ice cream, yes. and then uh, and then we uh, we went we took a nap for about two hours, and then we went to chorus practice. What kind of what kind of bread did you use? I think it was just Wonder Bread, bro. Just Bullshit. straight up white bread. Like, dude, my mom would bologna on white bread. She, she'd come home and a whole pack of bologna be gone and the whole fucking loaf of bunny bread. <laughs> <laughs> We're all goddamn bunny bread. I don't know. <laughs> I dropped it. <laughs> yeah. But I don't know, man. Uh, and I don't. I still. I have nothing against it, man. But that's that shit just didn't work for me anymore. For yeah. a while, it really did. For a while, it really did work for me. Um, just, I think with, I think, I think it might've been just the age I was at or whatever was going on in my life, whether I was happy with certain things or not, but like for, for a solid, like four or five years, it really, it really helped me. It really worked for me, you yeah. know? Um, and I, I wouldn't take it, you know, my, if you call it a love affair or whatever with, with marijuana, uh, it, it I think it's always something that you yeah. can go back to as mm-hmm. well. You know, I disagree. Um, it messes with me. It messes with me now, man. Every like six months or so, I'll be well, you know, I'll be somewhere it's and someone will hand now. me it. Yeah, and like I'll smoke it. I'll just get all weird, and I won't want to talk to anyone. I'll just you be, have to like, get past that phase though, because yeah. uh, like for instance, like um, when I was younger, this is back uh, oh, twelve years ago. I got busted, and I went on probation for about a year, and I didn't smoke at all. And the first time that I smoked again, I was so paranoid. Like, I was just freaked out. Like, the first few times, you know, I was really just nervous about it. It made me feel really weird. But there, there's an adjustment that, that kind of takes place. Well, yeah, and to piggyback on that, some people told me that. They were like, dude, you just need to, you just need to start doing it regularly again. And I'm like, why would I do that? Why would I get back y- into that? Yeah, yeah. what, I want to be more poor? <laughs> you know? Like, I want to spend more money on this? I, I, I want to... You know, why Why would I want to sit there for, uh... I smell it right yeah, now. Right? I swear right? to God, dude. <laughs> Somebody's smoking in this... Yo! <laughs> I didn't want to say anything. That's really weird. Like, it's, not, it's not me. Do we have smell-o-vision <laughs> in my office? I don't know, but... Shit! Where is totally it at? Because it smells Jesus. really good. Unless that's your diffuser. No, that's not my oil diffuser. I don't have marijuana in my oil diffuser. <laughs> Holy shit. Dude, it smells Jesus really good. Christ. That is really good. Did somebody open up a bag in here? I don't know, man. No, not in this room. No. Some, we share we share an office space with the some other kitchen, end. Some kitchen so so <laughs> obviously <laughs> someone's on break. <laughs> obviously. Yeah. Send them on Jesus. Over. Weird. Yeah. It is weird. I've never smelt that in my office ever. I I spend a lot of time here. <laughs> we must have summoned <laughs> Uh, it definitely smells lovely, whatever it is. Yeah. Jesus. Anyway. <laughs> I don't smoke weed no more. <laughs> yeah. Just for everybody that can't smell right now, we do smell a strong aroma of some intoxicating marijuana in this room right now. Yeah. We don't know where it's coming from. <laughs> Shane, you fart. <laughs> no doubt. Some skunky ass farts right there. Jesus. <laughs> I don't smoke like I used to at all. Yeah. I, I don't think I I do either. Like uh back in the day, you know, we'd smoke probably fuck. 
Like I own quarter pot? ounce a day. I, own pot? I don't know. Mm. I don't smoke it. <laughs> it's just there. Yeah, I just, and I, it's it's there at the end of the night or whenever you have the day off, you know, you, you don't have shit to do. Whatever. I couldn't tell you the last time I smoked weed during the day. Like, if it's like it being like light outside. Yeah. I used to love that, though. I used to love waking up and like getting my day started. You oh, know? Yeah. Packing like, that whatever, bowl. Whatever you had to do. Yeah, just one. And just sure. hitting it a couple times. And then just go and do what you had to fucking do before work. You know, you had to go, you had to run to the bank. Then you had life, to go get life was a lot easier when you were 18 years old. Oh, so much easier. Old. No shit. Yeah. When you don't have another life that you are completely <laughs> responsible for, their, their happiness and their, yeah. you know, you, you have a life that you're completely responsible for, Drew. I do. Shane, you pretty much do as well, man. Um, you know, whether that's your, your wife or girlfriend or child or whatever, um, it, definitely, it definitely gives perspective. I think that's why I think that's kind of why I freaked out when I ate that edible a couple weeks ago, man. Because <laughs> I haven't because I haven't done shit like that in so long. What am I doing with my life? Yeah, yeah, and I don't want to get back into that. We we talked about it on a couple podcasts ago, but I was seriously sitting there, like looking at my wife, and I, and you're just like, and you're questioning everything, and you're just you're really high, and you're I really looking, think that everything's okay in moderation, mm-hmm. uh, to a certain extent, even moderation. Yes. Yep. Um, but as far as marijuana goes, um, you know, if if you just have it when you need it, then it's really not a big deal. But saying you need it, I think, is a, is a different deal, too. Well, if you have... Well, if, if you're already past yeah. that, you know, some people... I feel like some people do need it. Well, mm-hmm. that's... A, there There are people who need it. Yeah. If you have it as recreational, then it's, it's when right. you want it. That's not, like, I, I only pack a bowl... If like at the very end of the night, like I go home, like to say I've been to the bar, sure, I just go home and I'm like, all right, I'm gonna go pass out, S- smoke a bowl, go to sleep. That's it. So you can fall asleep after you smoke. Basically, yeah, it settles everything down. You know. I think if mm-hmm. you're in the right environment, like for instance, if you're at like a music festival mm-hmm. or if you're um, on vacation or whatever. You know, sometimes it's okay to just yeah. kind of branch out. You know, you don't you don't have any priorities. You don't have anything to worry about. You know, um, you know, you can you can be carefree mm. for a little bit. You know, at the end of the night. Yeah. You know, whenever you want to wind down a little bit, if your nerves are kind of racking around in your brain, or if you've had a long day or a bad day, or just kind of just want to. Almost in a way, like, center yourself. And that's kind of what I use it for, mm. is uh, just kind of, you know, at the end of a long day, and it's not all the time, it's just every once in a while, and, you know, I'll just, sure, you know, take a little hit, go to bed, and then and then tomorrow I'll start my day, like normal, have my coffee, whatever, don't touch anything, whatever, and... Um, at the end of the day, it's uh, it's it's kind of nice to kind of wind down that way. Well, yeah, you like, like some people, treat. like some people drink, you yeah. know, uh, and, and I I do both, you know. Sometimes I like to have a little whiskey and just kind of unwind. Yeah, whatever. Oh, I would I would much rather if I could make the choice for like my health, I would much rather never touch another drink again, and and smoke a couple times a day, for sure. If it worked for me, you know, does that make sense? Well, yeah. you know, uh, the best way to do that is through edibles. Fuck edibles. I'm never doing edibles ever again in my entire life. Well, you just have to know yeah. what you're having. Yeah. <laughs> I'm never doing unregulated edibles ever again in my entire life. <laughs> if, I, if I know did, the dosage. Did you have a bad experience with edibles? Terrible. Oh, my God. Yeah, you can listen Terrible. to it three episodes yeah, ago. Yeah, <laughs> We don't want to go back into it. I was just kind of alluding into it though when I was talking about we have responsibilities to other people like I was like I was looking at my wife and and being like as long as we both shall live <laughs> like, like this is us like I am responsible for you and in some weird way you're responsible for me too and we're responsible to each other and that's such a huge responsibility and like we've been married for a year and like all of a sudden like I was realizing like the severity of the commitment we made to each other and shit like, it's this, a big deal. This it's asshole re- ate some pot and he's watching Netflix and he's getting freaking the fuck yeah. out. <laughs> yeah. That's why I don't do drugs. Oh, man. But anyway, 
Yeah, you gotta be careful with edibles. Unless, unless you know the dosage. Well, they can if be you know regulated. If, you know, you you just cut back on your consumption yeah. a little bit. Don't eat the whole brownie this time. Yeah, but when some dude just comes up to you, he's like, I made some edibles. <laughs> he's like, well, if he sounds like that, then you probably should. Like, he's like, I don't know, man. Here's two. Y'all both eat one. Okay. <laughs> okay, sure. You put it in my mouth. Yeah. <laughs> no, we saved him. We saved him. But anyway, well, shit, man, we uh we just talked about marijuana for like thirty minutes. <laughs> we talked about drugs. This, for this turned minutes. out, yeah, yeah. This, this is just marijuana. I've never had this all happen drugs. to where we start talking about art and then we just take a swift turn into drug land. Um, Not bad about it. Yeah, you know, it's cool. It's a good conversation, <laughs> man. Sure. Did we learn anything? Nope. <laughs> Maybe. I think we did. We'll have to reflect. Don't do drugs, yes. kids. Don't do drugs. No, do them. Just you know. Moderation. Yeah. And then when you get older, it won't matter. Yeah. Uh, Did you hear about that uh, that rapper, that that white rapper, Lil Peep? Oh my god, dude. Yeah. Can you call him him a rapper? He had four. He had four hundred. I think four hundred million plays. Right. Is that accurate? But isn't it wasn't his thing like emo hip hop? Yeah, that's a big thing now. Is that really a thing? All the yeah, that's like it's a new thing. Like um. Uh, that there's like that XX Tenacoin or Tenachon dude yeah, or whatever. I don't know who. Uh, yeah, yeah know. it's it's this new thing. They all have these these colored braids in their hair. And See, shit. I'm, I'm not. I don't know anything and about this I, new I age barely shit. do. I barely do. Um, well, but it I, keeps changing. The older that you get, the 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 more shit. There's yeah. so much. There's so much like hip hop out now, like grime. You know about grime? No. Like the shit that's coming out of the UK. It's a uh, like super fast beat. Like you think like like trap music like like not not they like spit it fast trap, too but like 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 yeah like a hundred and like eighty something fucking beats yeah. of, you know something stupid it's like that and they rap to this like fast beat but it's like it dude is crazy you gotta listen to it like I kind of dig it but it's no. fucking weird it's fucking weird no you don't I do it's kind of weird you have to adapt should we listen should we listen to some real quick I don't think you yeah. Anyway, this little this little peep this little peep fucker. From what I understand, yeah, what all he does is talk about how much Xanax he eats oh, and shit. Oh god! And the last his last Instagram post is him on his tour bus, just dropping bars like into his mouth and like some miss, but like some hit. And he's just he's eating bars like, like candy. Yeah, and that's what he talks about. And it's really it's funny ridiculous, too because uh, one of, one of my favorite people to follow like on Facebook posted something about. Uh, you know, I just spent so many hours producing one of the best vocalists I've ever heard in my whole life, and this fucking kid just talks about Xanax and gets 400 million plays. Well, he's dead Or now. something like that. Yeah, but the thing is, he posted that, and like two days later, this kid died from... And it, dude, I think it's sad. It's I still sad. think it's sad. Like, this kid... I mean, I don't even know if this kid could legally drink yet. Uh, he was. He was like... I think he was like 20 years old. Yeah. Like, if that... Yeah, face covered in tattoos and shit, yeah. just sitting there dropping Xanax into his fucking face. And people... The thing is, people, all his, like, Instagram followers, his millions of Instagram followers are liking it. <laughs> like, yeah, bro, eat that Xan. You know, that's sad. That's it's really, really sad. It's really sad. It you is. Know? It's... it's Yeah. Well, when you're getting encouraged, but you're not... It's not also yeah. just, like, the, the social media, yeah. like, thumbs up. Some asshole's giving some fucking high school kid millions of dollars yep. to talk about... Fucking eating Xanax and yeah. shit. What the fuck? And that's what all these other kids are doing. Like, you know, these these kids who are 13, 14 or whatever, they might get into their fucking mom's, you know, medicine cabinet and see, oh, this is what little Peep's talking about and shit. And they saw him doing this video where he eats some, like, fucking Skittles. And they might do the same thing. You know? It's, it's really... That's well, gnarly. It's gnarly. It's bad. You can't fix stupid. Yeah. I mean, that's yeah, just ridiculous, man. But I don't think a 13-year-old kid doing it is the same as a 20-year-old adult. Yeah, I mean, you can't fix stupid, yeah. but you also can't encourage a whole generation of fucking no, kids shit. that <laughs> eating a bunch of Xanax is okay. Yeah. yeah, dude, when I was 13, I was listening to Bo Thugs and Harmony talk about if reefer really makes you happy, blaze it. You know? Like, that's okay. Yeah, but the Bone Thugs also really made me want to do ecstasy. <laughs> yeah, but that was later. We can get yeah, uh, Bone Thugs, uh, that's really probably how I learned about marijuana. Really, it was about listening to Bone Thugs. But you don't hear about people dying from marijuana. 
No, I, never. You ever. think you're going to. <laughs> no, you. Could, but we all do. You could smoke a fucking thousand dabs and and not fucking die. Well, I don't know if anybody has, but that'd be kind of crazy. I'm sure some asshole on YouTube has. Yeah, but they've <laughs> never died. Oh yeah, yeah. Their 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 stone is balls, but you know, nobody ever drops dead from marijuana. You never hear anybody from overdosing on marijuana. Well, I think it's physically impossible, right? But you yeah, can you can over like you can overdose out. on any other drug. You can overdose yeah. on I mean even look at alcohol. Shit, you could uh, you know drink too much alcohol and have alcohol poisoning and die. You can uh, take too many phar- pharmaceuticals and die. But you know when it comes to marijuana, you can smoke you can smoke as much as you want. Yeah. You're just, well, you're, you're, you can smoke as much as you can. As you can. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Correction. <laughs> But you're not, you're not gonna pass you're not gonna wake up you know you're not gonna pass out or not wake up you know mm. as opposed to taking all these pharmaceutical pills and whatnot uh, Xanax or you name it well absolutely because I think I think it really I think it is actually physically impossible for you to overdose on marijuana I think because isn't that right like you're introducing THC into your body and CBD right. And your receptors can take that in, mm. but it's not the same thing like introducing like Xanax and whatever those chemicals are, and you're just flooding that system like with a specific chemical. Like your brain can like receives the THC yeah. and whatnot, but you can't. If you flood it with too much, nothing's gonna happen. Yeah, it's just gonna get yeah. Flushed you out. can. I, I feel like you can overdose on aspirin. Yeah, I'm sure you could. Yeah, I mean, I remember um, uh, when I was kids, I remember hearing about about some, like, suicide attempts about some kids, like, eating 20 ibuprofens. Oh, yeah. And shit like that. Oh, yeah, no, you can can die from eating too much aspirin. It's on the fucking bottle. It says, like, if you take over 12 or something like that, you need a poison control right away. Yeah, a fucking five-year-old can go in there and buy as many bottles of aspirin as they want in your local CVS, but you're caught with a fucking nickel bag of, you know... Some guns, you're you're going to fucking jail for a long time. Yeah, sad. Yeah, sad. Sad. Bond. <laughs> well, it's just crazy, you know how different the West Coast is from the East Coast. You know, it's completely legal over there, and then over here, it's just. Well, I think it's, at this it's point, like night and day. It's the I think south, it's the east. south, and the yeah. Midwest. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's it's slowly starting to become integrated into the entire. United States. Yeah. You know, I thought I think it's only a matter of time before it's legal everywhere. Oh, absolutely. I think we'll be the first. What in the southeast? Mm-hmm. Oh, of course, cuz Florida really, I mean, you cut the panhandle off and just chalk that up to Alabama, you have a completely different place. You know? No. So, I agree with you 100%. 100%. Um if <clears throat> I th- I think next year it has a chance to go on the ballot for full legalization. And uh I th- I think if it does, I think it'll probably pass, you know. It was it was really close. Uh, what like four years ago? I think they mm-hmm. tried for full legalization, for full. right? Yeah. They tried that before they did medical, right? Mm-hmm. And full, I think fifty eight percent was, and all you need is sixty. I think it was like really, it was like it was I think it was like fifty eight point like five percent or something in Florida. Um, so. Yeah, it's really only a matter of time before. Yeah, which is great because uh, um, my. Uh, my wife's father-in-law, he's uh, been recently growing a lot of hydroponic things lately. Like he's been growing hydroponic garlic. He's been growing hydroponic wheatgrass. Um, he's selling it to like some of the local like organic places that carry organic shit. So he'll be ready to go as soon as uh, <laughs> as soon as that becomes full legal. He'll he'll already know what's going on. And he'll be in the game. We'll start a little bake shop. Yeah, there you go. But but uh, but yeah, well shit, man. Thanks for saying bye, dude. We we just talked for an hour. No doubt. How about that? Didn't seem um, like an hour. AndrewWargoArt.com. Is that right? Yeah, go check it out. Um, I have a lot of stuff on there. I do a lot of commission pieces. I do murals. Um, and size doesn't matter. Yeah. You, know? you can see his shit all over downtown Fort Walton. You can see it in Burrito del Sol. You can see it all over the Destin Commons. Um, the de- the What is it? The Fort Walton, uh, the astronaut one. Uh, what's that? The, uh, the um, um, Blue Water Zoo. Yeah, the Blue Water Zoo. That that big mural downtown Fort Walton. You can see. Also, you can see his stuff uh, all over the Artisano. Place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have uh, a few pieces in Artisano Boutique in downtown Fort Walton Beach. You can yeah. check out some stuff there as well. So cool, man! Thanks for hanging out with us, dude. I hope you enjoyed yourself. I did. Cool. Um, 
we will uh, we'll see y'all later. We're getting close to Christmas time, so you know what that means. Uh, cousin Dan is coming to town. That's right, Danny boy. Yep, December fifteen and sixteen. December fifteen at Coasters, uh, we'll have Cousin Dan and Dave Abbott and Traditions. <laughs> and if you need any artwork for Christmas, let me know. I do commission pieces, and I'm ready to uh, paint before the holidays. Yeah. Man, if you're interested, uh, we can talk about it off air, but if you're interested, man, maybe you, uh, one of those nights, whether or not it's uh, either Friday or Saturday, you can come by. Saturday night, we're actually going to treat kind of as a uh, as a whim tea party. Yeah, man. Uh, Saturday night at Funky. This Saturday? No, no, no. Uh, Saturday, December 16th. I'm down. We're gonna be. We're gonna have cousin Dan. We're gonna have that same lineup, December sixteenth, but at the Funky Blue Shack in Destin. And I think we're also gonna treat that as our Wimty Christmas party. So we're gonna pack up all this shit, these microphones. I'm gonna bring a laptop, all that stuff. We're gonna do a live podcast from Funky Blue Shack. We're gonna have cousin Dan there. If you want to show up, we're we're also gonna invite everyone who's been on the podcast to come back through and like, you know, just say what's up, Merry Christmas, whatever, Happy Hanukkah. You know, come in, any, anything like that. But if you want to, man, swing by. If you want to do a painting that night or something, dude, that'd be dope. I might be down for that. You know? Absolutely. Um, I know that kind of stuff costs money and whatever else. Well, we can talk about that off that off air, man. Sure, sure. Try to get it done. So, uh, so anyway, thanks you guys for listening. It's been a pleasure. Um, we're gonna go try to find out where that marijuana smell came from. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> we'll talk to you later. Thanks, Drew. Bye.